Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Welcome to it on a gloomy, cloudy Thursday here in the capital city. Just gloomy outside, though. Great vibes inside Pinnacle Bank Arena last night as Nebraska takes down Indiana final score of 86-70. to 70. That's where we're headed in this first segment. Give us your player of the game from last night on the text line 402-464-5685. I'm Austin Norman, joined as always by the Husker Hall of Famer, the nine-year NBA vet. Man in the arena last night, Mr. Eric Strickland. Strick, I only got a chance to watch this one from afar. Take me inside Pinnacle Bank Arena. First game back after a long break. Nebraska's previous game was a blowout against South Carolina State. What was the the mood, the vibe, the energy inside PBA last night? Well, obviously the student section wasn't there. Uh, so you, you had to wonder initially what it was going to be like. Uh, it was it was it was very mild mannered. It was snow had started to kind of creep in earlier in the evening. Uh, so it, it, it wasn't full, which was a surprise. I thought it would be probably more people. Um, but yeah, it what, 13,000, I yeah, think? Yeah, uh, still a good crowd. But there were moments, and, and this is the good thing about Nebraska basketball at this, at this period of time, they're doing these little things, diving on floors, getting loose balls, winning 50-50 balls, um, making good plays, making solid plays, and they're doing all of this stuff which then enables the crowd to kind of get into it. So you had moments where it got pretty loud. It got uh, because the crowd was appreciative. They were appreciative of uh, the effort that the uh, Husker basketball team was giving. As you look at the stats and they have them in front of you there and just going back to, to what it was you watched last night, what was the stat that turned this into a, a 16 point game? It was an eight point game at half. 
Nebraska adds eight points to that lead by the end of the game. What's the stat that stands out to you from Huskers and Hoosiers last night? Well, it, it was not only the amount of steals. They, they had a 10-point differentials in steals, meaning they stole the ball 15 times to five. But it was the points generated, not just the steals themselves. You have a 10-point differential. Sometimes you can get steals, and it doesn't. they're meaningless other than the fact that there's a possession. That doesn't mean that you're going to score. It doesn't mean that you're going to get to the foul line. It doesn't mean anything other than the fact that they either turned the ball over or you were able to uh, get a steal. They turned those steals into points off of turnovers by a margin of 27 to 6. That, that, those on the road, especially for a team, are hard to overcome, but they're, they're greatly beneficial to a team that's at home. And, and this is what I've always talked about, Austin. I've always said that when you look at this Nebraska team, there are going to be differentials. This is what me and Bach were talking about last night. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go down the whole stat sheet, go back and reference them, look at it, see when they've lost games, what their differential negative was. In whatever category, I'm not talking about anything specific, but in some category, whether it be free throw shooting, whether it be um, shots, three-pointers, obviously mm-hmm. we can reference the two for 22 and against Creighton. <laughs> That differential in itself, when they were hot, when you have a hot team against a team that's not shooting well in the three-point, that differential can hurt you because mm-hmm. you're talking about three for nothing. Right. So the differentials that Nebraska are able to obtain from game to game, no matter what it is, shooting more free throws, getting more assists, more rebound margin, whatever that is, you if they can win one to two or two to three, of those categories, they'll win a lot of their games. Nebraska makes three more field goals overall. They make three more three-pointers, but they also, Strick, knock down seven more free throws on seven more attempts. The number that jumped out to me first was Indiana's 50% shooting from three-point range. If you told Which, me yeah, a, a yeah, mediocre shooting yeah. team shot 50% from three, I'd be a little sketched out. If you told me Indiana out-rebounded Nebraska... I might not have been so surprised given the, the rank mass we thought was limited coming into the day. Okay, Indiana's a big team. I believe that they out-rebound Nebraska, but by seven, that's a pretty substantial margin. Um, you're tied on offensive rebounds, though, which is fine. So then what do I go to, Strick? I go to not just the, the turnovers, the points off turnovers, the passing from Nebraska. I said yesterday Nebraska needed to do some drive and kick. Nebraska did a good job of generating some open looks. Kese hit some contested ones, but 15 assists on 27 made baskets. That's the ball movement I wasn't sure Nebraska would be able to get against Indiana's length and athleticism. Well, the way that they were able to obtain it is by really focusing. Now, you saw instances like, for example, C.J. Wilcher. He, 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 sometimes they don't get it, right? And it's these little kind of just stand in the place. And not necessarily go body to body with somebody. But you saw Rink Mass and you saw Josiah Alec putting bodies on people, sometimes Bryce, mm-hmm. uh, Gary. But whenever they put bodies on people, it it gave them opportunities to turn on some of that action, get into the paint deep. Mm-hmm. And a couple times, what, what I saw that was different is there were some mid-range opportunities that they made, and there were some floaters. The that one they that, made. that you talked about was Casey's jumper from the left corner. Shot fake, step in. But why was that such an important shot? Well, it, it was important because if you're a team that's trying to become a winning pedigree of a program, have a winning pedigree, and mentality, 
you you have to learn how to build on leads. You have to learn how to kill runs and create your own. Mm. You can't have these long sustaining runs or these um, these situations where you're taking bad shots and you allow runs to get back into the game and now you're in a fight. Mm-hmm. That requires execution. It requires the ability of the team to not take that shot, even though it's open, even though it's in my wheelhouse, even mm-hmm. though I'm hot, but to get the easier opportunities. Now, it doesn't mean going there to clear aware <laughs> and you know try to throw up something. Mm-hmm. It means get there and take the best shot, which is sometimes the mid-range, and that's what he did. But see, that's the difference because if he takes that three, Austin, and misses, they were up, I think, 13 at that time. Now you're looking at possibly being 10, you know, in, in around the 10, 11-minute mark, 9-minute mark. That's manageable. Manageable 14. Mm-hmm. But instead, it takes it to 15. That's what you do to build leads. Mm. That's what you do because now it puts the pressure on them. And that's what you saw late in that game as the time began to get under 10 in that 8, 7. They were still kind of there, but then it got to 5, and now they're starting to press. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to create on a team, whether it be on the road or whether it be at home. You want to create not that freedom that teams can have, not that ease of play. You want to create mm-hmm. that friction, that pressure, that tension so that those shots are coming up short or they're coming up you know, empty and mm-hmm. not necessarily – because when you shoot free, you can make a lot more than you can if you're shooting with tense, tense, tensity, uh, tenseness in you. Right. When you look at Nebraska putting that pressure on Indiana, that definitely manifests itself in the turnover numbers. Was that Indiana being sloppy and careless, or was that good defensive pressure from Nebraska? I, th- I think it's all the way around. It's, it's, it's understanding the scouting report. It's looking at knowing what they're trying to accomplish and – that was making adjustments. Early on, Indiana did a wonderful job in that they attacked the middle of the paint with Cleo mm-hmm. Ware. They got him the ball in positions for him to do something with. And and so they made adjustments in how they were going to cover that and help out on that. Indiana tried to make it by going weak side, but their rotations were really crisp. Mm. Early on, they had a couple of miscommunication mis, uh, moments when they're not talking it through, and then they end up going together at the same time. So mm-hmm. they worked it out, and it got better in the second half. And so they're now getting hands-on balls. They're now uh, getting deflections, and then they're winning those 50-50 balls and getting to it. So it, it, it worked out for them. Huskers win at 86-70, win both halves by eight points, 41-33 to at halftime. Second half was 45-37 advantage Nebraska. Um, let's talk about Rinkmast for a sec, Strick. Not his best game, not a banner day for him in terms of the numbers, but maybe some of his most important contributions were the 30 minutes. I mean, nine points, three assists, three rebounds, and a steal is fine. That's a solid day at the office. But Rink Mast, with like a day and a half of practice, was asked to play 30 minutes fresh off this knee surgery that he had after the Kansas State game. What an impressive, gutty night from Nebraska's transfer from Bradley. Well, I have to agree, and I have to even give kudos to the fact that even though, let, let me first, before I, I, I reference that, Josiah Alec only having two points, but eight rebounds on 29 minutes is mm. huge. So his numbers were productive on top of that three assists. Right. With only one turnover. So we've been seeing That'll kind play. of him fumble Ruski. is just, just uncertain about some of his drives, um, untimely drives. 
trying to create something, but he just stayed within himself. So mm-hmm. I want to give kudos to that. The difference, I think, in this whole situation was Gary early on getting hit in the temple, which kind of put him out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he only plays 20 minutes. So those are minutes that I think Gary would have probably played in the upper 25 to 28 range, okay. which would have taken more from Mass. Um, and I'm going to give you the reason for that in a second. Then you got to look at Wilcher going down and only now playing 14 minutes where he probably could have been in that 22 to 25 range. Good matchup for him against Indiana. Against his team. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the reason why Mass goes up to 30. This team is built, and this is why you don't probably see Blaze Keita as much and why he's still sitting out, because it looks as me as the system is built for them at any given time and if if you're not a basketball connoisseur, log off, go somewhere else because this is deep stuff. And Actually, you might don't not like stay it. stay around and you know, listen and learn. This is deep stuff, and, <laughs> and, and and you might not like it because you're like, oh, I just want to hear about the basketball. This is deep. Any given time, this Husker team is going to, at most case, have four players that can shoot. Mm. Just look at you can go back and track the lineups. Mm-hmm. Most cases, they're going to have four shooters, and that's to include Rink Mass. When they don't. They struggle with spacing and they struggle with getting clean opportunities and shots. Rink mass gives them the ability to stretch, move guys, keep guys, even though he didn't hit shots, just the fact that he could do it gave opportunities for like a Gary to get an extra rebound mm-hmm. because Khalil's got to come out. Right. Now they're big guys out there and it leaves a one-on-one with one of the most physical guys in, in the, in the big 10 and in, in Gary, which he got a couple of offensive rebounds off of. So, Without Rink Mass playing that amount of time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. you don't have the the offensive freedom and those backdoor cuts and all the stuff that they were able to get with rink mass being out. So you can't do that. You can't have Josiah. You're, you're probably not going to ever see a lineup with Josiah and Joe unless there's foul trouble mm. from rink mass or Gary. You're always going to see Gary and rink mass with Josiah Alec out there mm-hmm. just for the fact that they need four shooters. 
Nebraska started to have success. Right. Nebraska started the year, you know, strict with both big guys in Alec and Mast on the floor, but we haven't seen a lot of high low between those two, right? And even in college basketball, there's not a lot of, you know, two posts on the floor playing high low. Indiana, I think, still is in that mode, right? They have Renault, they have Ware that can both stretch the floor a little bit, but their offense didn't feel as crisp or as modern. Whereas Nebraska playing four round one or even five out with Rink Mast out there. There's just a different freedom of movement that teams that play four or five out have compared to teams that want to stick one guy at the high post and one guy in the block have. This is where I think now I this is why I think they match up really good with Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Because Wisconsin's going to try to run high low, mm-hmm. pro style action, a lot of pick and roll, mm-hmm. which I think fits good with the style that Nebraska plays. I think I think Wisconsin has a, uh, a um, not a matchup, but I think they have a stylistic uh, trouble with the way that Nebraska plays, mm. which as long as they play well, shoot well, don't do stupid stuff, turn off the <laughs> ball, you know, all the dumb right. stuff that you can do on the road. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't do that, I think this, this could either be a good game or they have a chance to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it works well with Purdue. That's I, important because those I, are the next I, two games. I, for I, think, I think this style, I think, Playing against this Indiana team gives them a great viewpoint. Now, it's also going to give Purdue an opportunity to look at the way that they played it because I think mm-hmm. Nebraska is going to try it early and they'll probably have a, something in their back pocket to switch to mm-hmm. because Purdue is probably going to try to do a lot of the stuff that Indiana did early with Khalil Ware, yeah. which is definitely taking advantage in deep paint, paint opportunities. Mm-hmm. But again, if I'm Nebraska, I'm trying to run the freak out of them. Mm-hmm. And get those those early opportunities, early offense opportunities before Zach Eady and those guys can get set. Right. And if we, if we look at, I mean, we've talked about Purdue's guards, how they're so up and down, so inconsistent. Nebraska's guards, I think, are starting to play better. But same with Wisconsin. Chucky Hepburn just came back from an injury. He'll be out there. I'm not completely sold on Asijin necessarily. AJ Store is really good, but I like Juwan Gary on him. I think Nebraska can pressure these guards again into some of those same mistakes. And Wisconsin will shoot it at an, an okay clip, but it's not what they want to do first. They want yeah. to play through Wall and Crowell. So this, to me, strike as we look forward to Wisconsin, I like this Nebraska team against Wisconsin, too, because you can trust this Nebraska team to operate in the half court. They're getting more confidence there, and Wisconsin will still want to slow down and play in the half court. You can trust Nebraska to dig in on defense and work for a good shot more on offense this year than you have in years past. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and th- this is why I say... Those differential situations. Mm-hmm. I think Nebraska needs to win it by way of points off turnovers, by transition points, mm-hmm. and possibly have somebody off of the bench. And this is what's good about this team. You know, a couple games ago, CJ Wilcher. Mm-hmm. This game is Tamanaga. Another game, it was Bryce. Then, so a team mm-hmm. that's trying to prepare for them, how do you prepare? You really, I mean, you really can't scheme them because mm-hmm. this next game could be freaking uh, rink mask, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I like I like what they what they're got what they've got going. I mean, one thing I will say, I hope that it's it's not too bad for CJ Wilcher because I love him coming off in that six man role, the confidence that he's displaying. He's had some huge first halves recently. Yeah, man, he's he's looking really good and he gets them going and keeps them, you know, if if anything seems to kind of get in disarray, you have that 
that that scoring punch that comes off of the bench and gives you mm-hmm. just a little shot in the arm as he would put his hands down and do that. Yeah, that that's he's embraced that role, and I mm-hmm. think in the embracing of that role is is really helped. Um, well, let me just say embracing of all of the players in their roles. Like even yeah. even right now, you see Sam Hoiberg um, just scrappy, just die getting after hounding. You know, getting little steals, reading plays on post. Like, those are the type of things you'll find him doing against Zach Eady as they're trying to do post, you know, kind of mm-hmm. sneaking an opportunity to go and get a steal. Those those, those are the things. They're embracing those roles. Um, we have a couple of things on the text line I want to get to here in just a sec. But before we do that, Strick, we mentioned um, Rink Mass is a good matchup against Wisconsin playing 30 minutes. What do the next two days look like for him? You know, fresh off of surgery, played more than expected. How do you manage his workload and walk through and his recovery these next couple of days? I mean, you know, you you already know what you've got. You already know what you're going to run through. My thing is continuing to figure out how you can involve Eli Rice Mm. for versatility purposes and in what that role is going to be for him. Because you're probably at some point based off of injury or based off of uh, foul needs, you're going to need that young man to come forth and give you something. Mm-hmm. So If CJ's out with a spasm you know or I mean? someone's in foul trouble. You want, you want him to be ready, mm-hmm. like mentally also. Um, and a big part of that you've talked about with him too is being a dog on the defensive end, yeah, right? I thought yeah. going into the year that follow Bryce Williams was the plan for him. But you think it's follow Juwan Gary. Follow Explain Juwan that. Gary. I, I think it's followed Juwan Gary, and the reason being, I think it's followed Juwan Gary is Juwan's going to be leading that 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 role that Juwan Gary plays and has played up is going to be void. Mm-hmm. And if you can become that dog, that force, that 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 strength in that 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 position, the willingness to take on the best forward that they're going to bring to the to the table mm-hmm. in any, any given game. I don't care if it's non-con or if it's Big Ten. Mm-hmm. You want to be that guy because if if Coach Hoiberg can trust you like he's trust Jerron Gary, then you're going to be able to see a lot of opportunities uh, be presented to you. You just don't want them to be able to bring somebody in to become him for you become it, and then all your roles will begin to expand out of that. I like that. Let's go to the text line here. Double O Seven asks on defense. Why do the Huskers always dig from the opposite side? So why do they bring that player from the weak side to double in the post? Because um, the, the first, I don't know for sure, sure, but I can just as a professional mm-hmm. can can kind of lay it out. The easiest pass to make is what pass the strong side, strong side corner, right? So you don't want to dig strong side because all the guy's going to do is shift from wing to corner and boom, and most likely you, it's going to be a tough shot for you to recover back to. Mm-hmm. Or all the post man, easy, e- these are easy post techniques. Fake the po- fake the pass out, guy leaves because he thinks he's got to go and recover, and now you get into your stuff. It's a one-on-one. Then in the that's post. a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So the dig is really a, n- a null and void. You come weak side, that's the hardest thing for a young a young post guy to learn. I don't care if he's even a pro post guy. Outside mm-hmm. of Jokic and guys like AD. And Beats getting there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, outside of that, they, they um, can make those adjustments. But the hardest pass to make is to know that someone's coming weak side. You can't get into your mojo. And now you have to try to find somebody weak and put it on a dime. Mm. But it's an easy rotation because the top guy throws to the corner 
He rotates. They rotate. You cover, and you saw that's what Nebraska did all night. Mm-hmm. They were able to most in most cases get out of it and get to a recovery moment. So mm-hmm. it's it's easier and better to come from the week because it's the toughest thing. And Zach Eady struggled. This is why they were able to beat them in the in the um, in the tournament last year. Mm-hmm. Zach Eady struggled with that mm-hmm. big time. Now I'm pretty sure he's gotten better. I'm pretty sure he understands it. But I still think you've got to come with it with strength and 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 you know to the body. Mm-hmm. Force him to make a good a good play uh, off of the pass. So much of it too, Strick, is the mindset of post guys, right? Think about a lot of them growing up, especially if they were tall early. You know, um, they were given the ball and said, "You're taller, just drop it in the bucket." So many post guys are wired to score first. They don't grow up passing the ball out. They get it in. It's okay. How do I get my shot up? So to try to learn that at the college or even the pro level is difficult. And even as tall as they are, it's like, oh, just hold the ball above your head and do that. The athleticism, yeah. the speed and defensive schemes, Strick. As you look at Nebraska bringing that guy from weak side to double two, Nebraska knows what its next rotation is, right? Yeah. As the guy's coming to double, Nebraska's shifting around, right? It's not the standing, it's yeah. just one guy coming. Everyone else is moving in concert, too. So you have to process that in real time and almost kind of like we saw with uh, Alexander and Shireman. On that 1-3, Alexander drives from the right baseline, kicks it back to the mm-hmm. right wing to Shireman. It's so incredibly difficult to go against the grain and against the flow of a defense that's in rotation. That, that's why it was a special play. That's why mm-hmm. he was so wide open because your rotations are geared for that. You're always geared to go weak. But here's the thing. Here's the thing I will say. This, um, if I'm if I'm Nebraska and if Fred Hoiberg and the crew and, and Nate Linzer and all those guys are listening, here's what I would do. If I was, you know, now, now, no, I I can even do this against Wisconsin, but I wouldn't because I'd want to save it for Purdue. Okay. But when you're playing Purdue, I wouldn't come on Zach Eady until he puts it down once. Because he's going to be trained. His growth is going to be look first, then go. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to show him double because then he's gonna he's gonna know what his next pass is going to be. Make him think he can go one on one. First you you make him think that it's a one-on-one, then mm-hmm. guess what he's going to do? He's going to get into his mojo. You don't let him get into a strength because the strength of Zach Eady is left shoulder jump Right hook, hook. yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So you want him to go middle. The minute he puts it down middle, you don't let him spin back. You fire into his dribble, and that's going to that's gonna tense him up, and he's not going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so you're either going to get the ball, hit the ball, he's going to – try to throw something up, but you stay to that strong side because he's going... Anytime you have adversity, what do you always revert to? The thing you're most comfortable you're with. You're most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go try to get to that right hook because mm-hmm. it's going to be one of the things that he's most comfortable with because he feels the tension mm-hmm. on the inside. He's not going to want to go to a left hook even though mm-hmm. he's got it. Right. So there's 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 where you want to create that, that little uncertainty out of Zach Eady early. Mm-hmm. And you want to use that to get out to a lead because then that's going to force them to do something different. And then there's occasionally the opportunity when he puts his head down where a Sam Hoiberg can kind of, you know, Jose Alvarado sneak in underneath, but not until he puts his head down and looks the other way. There you can't you send the double from strong side because he, he hasn't made his too dribble easy. and it's just right back. Yeah, down. too easy. 
Big win for Nebraska, 86-70 Huskers over the Hoosiers. We're going to take a break here. When we get back, we'll have Brian Munson on the line. That's right, a recruiting insider. He's down at the All-American Bowl down in San Antonio. Three Husker football recruits are playing in that game on Saturday. We'll hear from Brian. What are the sights and the sounds down in uh, San Antonio? All that and more next on The Block. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.